May 13, 2016, a Swat from Pedro show.
Show uh, in Pedro, but now with Brother Matt, he's indisposed. But I'm not totally man alone because via the wonders of Skype, thank you, inventors there in Estonia, uh, I get to talk with Jesse Harris, Petra Hayden, who are in Grass Valley, as uh, I speak to you now, on a tour. And uh, did you play in Grass Valley? Yeah, we played last night at uh, the. Center for for the Arts. An arts center. Yeah. So kind yeah. of like a community. It's not your typical like uh, yeah bar. No, no, no. It was it was a it was a it's uh, like a theater, like a little theater. Yeah, right. An oh, arts bitch. center right on Main Street. Okay. Uh, oh, I should say we start off the show with uh, every time we say goodbye. Something live, John Coltrane, six two, and then Petra Hayden, Jesse Harris, seemed like a good idea, and. Uh, that's from the new album. But I, uh, Pet's been on a bunch of times, Jesse, and has told us about her journey through music, although it's, it's still going, of course, and this is another chapter. But I'd like to get into yours so you, we can catch you up. Okay, So great. what's your uh, furthest back music memory? You mean of playing music or just hearing music? No, music. Music. It can be a bunch of different forms, right? Playing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hearing. 
My parents were, were big music listeners, so I, I mean, I remember as a kid... Music in the pad. What's that? In the pad, in your house where you grew up. Yeah, exactly. Where's, yeah. That, where's that, Jesse? Uh, I grew up in, in New York City, in Manhattan. Okay, so they're playing, it must have been an apartment then, probably. Yes, exactly. And so they're playing records, that's what you first remember, is hearing yeah. records. Okay. Yeah, were, 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 were they musical people? My father... My father wanted to be a pianist, but he didn't start playing until his 30s, and he just didn't have time and maybe not the dedication. But I remember him at the piano practicing, and he had a piano teacher. Okay. Um, but he never really could get off the ground with it, and so he encouraged me to, to, to study the piano. And uh, You know, Joe Biza started guitar at 27. That was one of the wonderful things about wow. the movement, because you had people getting into it that never got into it. Yeah. What do you think got your pop to start? Even the, I think that's pretty balls out. You know, uh, the painter Vincent, uh, he only did his last 10 years. Some dudes, it's a later thing. Yep, yeah. It, they say, that, you know, you can start at any time. It's just a matter of putting in the hours, I guess. And okay. A lot of people just don't, you know. Okay, but he wanted to hand that, uh, I don't know, challenge to you. Yes. So as a little boy, did you get a piano teacher? Yeah, I did. And the funny thing is, I wanted to play the guitar. And, and finally, at one point, my piano teacher tried to teach me how to play guitar, at which point she probably should have told my parents, I think he should just switch to a guitar teacher. <laughs> no, you mean but, there, was, there was a guitar in the pad there? Yeah, actually, my mom moved away to California for a few years when I was young. And when she came back, Whoever had sublet her apartment left a guitar in the closet, and that was my first guitar. Oh, wow. So it was kind of a chance. Yeah, totally. And what, you wanted to play guitar, why? Because you're hearing guitar music, you're seeing people play? Yeah, I liked rock. I didn't want to play Bach and Beethoven. I wanted to play, you know, the, the rock songs that I was listening you know, to. I got an opinion. What do you think of this? Rock and roll actually is piano music. Well, I mean, sure. I, think, I, mean, the, I of... think the guitar came later. You, oh. you hear that? St you little Richard, Jerry Lee Lewis, they hang a guitar on Elvis, you know, to bring in a little country thing. But I think this is just a white theory. What, like you don't have to get, a, get the chisel out and start carving it in stone. Right. It's just a white theory. I really do think it's piano music that went right. over. And just think about it. Much more econo guitars, and you can bring them to different places, you know, until the electric keyboards. Piano was kind of tough. Right. You had to have it in your pad. In fact, me and D. Boone, we didn't know anybody. They were so expensive, the, the first electric ones. Right, but, right. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, so so the, 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 the piano teacher caves in. Was, was, was she strict? You know, a lot of times you hear stories about piano teachers when you're young, and I've had people on the show that learn to hate music because of lame piano teachers hitting their knuckles with rulers and shit. <laughs> well, she didn't go that far, but I have to say, but, you know, it was a lot of scales and arpeggios, and I just thought, yeah. if this is music, I don't want to do it. Did you, but, you had to learn to sight read? Yeah, yeah. Left I, hand, uh, bass, right hand, treble. Yes, everything. Actually, you're a one-man band on a piano. It's kind of interesting. I can understand why a lot of composing comes out. So anyway, uh, uh, she's trying to give you lessons in both instruments. Well, that the, the guitar thing didn't was like just once that she tried to do it. Finally, I quit the, the piano, but yeah. then I wanted to, I still had this hankering to play music, and I wanted to learn Bob Dylan songs, and so I took oh, that. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Because, you know, he had a big break in Manhattan there. Yes, he did. <laughs> so that, that's crazy. Look, uh, what about playing this up uh, either way? What can you tell me about this? Oh, about that tune? Um, well, that's one of the one of the only, actually the only duet between me and Petra singing on the record. Um, and uh, Okay, we'll get into how you made it. Okay, let's okay. hear it right now, either way. I put aside the window. 
struggles from the outside and how I lie there with no compromise. My spirit on the rise, my body cries. I hold on to a tight grip to reality. We look from opposite ends of the mothership. Yet I'm pulled by your gravity to balance me. And it has to be something special here before we settle here. Bless the universe.
being bled by leeches. We run for cover in a pagan church of stones, a mound with windows walls. Was the beasts in the village wail? As our knives We sighed into their faith As they outlawed us
when she's asleep, when you're half asleep, put your ear on her heart and listen. A sound or a smile can touch you off guard. What are you afraid of and what do you want? Thank you. 
Let us call a truce to terror. Let us call a truce to terror. So let us hear resolve. Or die in vain. Let us call a truce to terror. Satisfaction will merit. Or die in vain. Let us call a truce to terror. Let us call a truce to terror. Or die in vain. Let us call a truce to terror. Call a truce to terror. I was walking you home when the clouds above broke. And the rain streaked your face like you'd been crying. You said, Come on, don't wait. There's a happier place. All that stands in your way is the trial. And I felt the words of a thousand lost birds trip from my tongue before falling. Each feather.
Watching the sunset over the Norland Hill, I howl my words at the wind. No one's listening and I'm still pissed. Soon they'll be glad of the rain. Crawling out of a trap I don't belong. What makes a man start a fire? Now there's a riddle no one knows. Where's the understanding? We're almost real gone. Let's pick up the whiskey and drink till we're done. What for Pedro show? Yeah, either way, from Petra Hayden, Jesse Harris off the brand new record. Then we had Slippers in Esalon from uh, Long Beach with New Beginnings. Uh, Lemon Kittens, I found all my old uh, Lemon Kitten punk records and I've uh, been playing that. Uh, afraid of Being Bled by Leeches. And brand new Tobacco, Mr. Tom with Gods and Heat. Kyoka High Chill, number 10, that's all the Kyoka I got. Uh, brother Steve McKay, missing much with the Radon Ensemble, 200,000 sax players in Nashville. Then Howie Reeve off his new record, Survival Tactics. That's acoustic bass, but not stand-up like your pop, Pat. These kind of look like acoustic guitars. Oh, right, yeah. yeah he's living up in uh, Glasgow. And Jim Brown with Liberated. I just saw him do a... I guess he's the only guy besides the composer, uh, Rafael Ortiz, this... Uh, Deconstruction concert. He took that fucking axe to a piano. He had a, a buddy, a native buddy of his, blowing up, uh, singing and, and doing drums. And then he went at this piano, uh, a stand-up, I guess they're called, Pizzo told me. And, uh, yeah, it was intense, like camping. And then Pull Anchor with Slenderest of Threads. We, uh, me and my second man just played up in the desert with Pull Anchor. Talking about parts of California that ain't so Calpet. And then Michael, uh, no, Dan Michelson in the Coast Guards with Lost Birds. That's uh, over across the sea where Howie is. And finally, Howl, Howl uh, this, this is from a brand new band, King Harvest in the Wake, but it's got uh, Ben Addy had me read a poem he wrote for his debut thing. Okay, back to Jesse Harris and his voice through music. Uh, Jesse, so uh, you quit the piano about how? What age? I quit at about fourteen. Okay, so like junior high. Yeah. And uh, what, like covertly, you're trying to uh, do guitar on your own? No, that came that came a few years later, or a couple years later. Um, Did you play in the school band? Did you do any of that? No, nope. okay. no. I, I just started. You know, when I started playing the guitar, it was just to you know learn songs. I wanted to learn. Bob Dylan and Neil Young songs, and I was playing harmonica too. And so oh, you didn't I, get that little rig that goes around your neck so yeah, you can do both. Yeah, I did. I had that. <laughs> Twofer. And then as soon as I started to play guitar, I started to write songs. So that's how. Oh, so you didn't stay in copy world long. No. Okay, that's great. You started writing tunes. So then I started the, immediately within a couple of weeks of playing the guitar. I started writing songs. So you just you you stumbled upon the idea of music as expression. Yeah, so you because had, you had stuff inside you wanted to get out. Yeah, because I had been a writer. I, I wrote short stories, which you I mean, still you mean do. Literature. Yeah, and but I just thought that songs would be a much more social and fun way to write, and so I decided to put my energy into into writing songs instead of writing stories. Actually, yeah, music. Yes, like you say, social, where, where uh, literature writing is really private. 
Yes, it is. It's you and the reader in these little scribbly lines. Yes, exactly. Sense. I was uh, I had a meeting with somebody that came to Pedro, and uh, they asked me about a memoir, and uh, yeah, uh, as told to you, will you write with another writer? And like I ain't talked about this shit enough, and then to another person, yeah, wow, he was right. very nice, but I had to say, well, I gave him a look on the face. Because sometimes that's worth a thousand words, right? <laughs> so, uh, uh, so you start writing. Tell me what your your first songs were like. I'm sorry we don't have any old music from you to play I'm glad for people. You don't. I'm glad that you don't. Oh, you are. <laughs> well, my first songs are horrible. The first one I wrote was, and I only wrote one as a teenager. It was called King of Mr. Bass, King of Outer Space, and it was about me writing, uh, playing some kind of bass solo where it blows everybody off the stage. Obviously, wow. I had issues. <laughs> that sounds better than my first song. Um, what was yours? What was yours? Tell. I don't remember what it was called. I'm just gonna. Lie. How did you know it was better? Yours is much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was shameful. Mine was. Uh, but anyway, uh, okay. Do you, do you remember some of the things you wrote about? Yeah, I would write about experiences. I mean, one one early song I wrote that was nice was uh, about sleeping on the beach in Monterey. I liked that one. In California? Yeah, I was on a road trip. After I graduated high school, I drove cross-country, and uh, and we couldn't find a hotel, I remember, in Monterey, California, and so we slept on the beach. Wow. And so I wrote a song about that, and that was a nice song. You went on a road trip. So so you're, you're playing guitar. Are you playing for people? Are you doing gigs? Yeah, I started playing gigs pretty soon after I... Well, and what, yeah, what as, as Jesse Harris, a man alone, or were you part of a band? I, I played with another guitar player at college. I went to school, and then we started doing some gigs. Well, what's you know, his I, name? We should. Get, his name was Chris Jennings. And Thank you, Chris. I, Jennings. Yeah, you wouldn't, you know. Thank you, Chris Jennings, for playing with Jesse Harris in college. <laughs> what college was that, Jesse? What's that? What college? Uh, Cornell. Oh, wow, Ithaca. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Billions and billions. That's Carl, Carl Sagan, Sagan, right? That's right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Beans and beans. <laughs> that's what I remember. His talking was kind of had. Mitchu Kaku's got a voice. Some of these scientists have good voices. There's yeah. a brother, too, with a Muslim name who they, the voice is just so great, and you forget it's science and all this complicated stuff. Right. It's quite a skill in that. Okay, so you, you guys are a duet. And what yeah, we like playing. Things uh, like, you know, doing old songs, but also songs of mine. I remember we played on it like. At the in the lunch, like in the cafeteria. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. And I was going to say maybe coffee houses or some. Yeah, that kind of thing. That kind of thing. Okay, um, when I saw you with Pet at the uh, God, what is it, the Largo? But when it moved to that vaudeville theater. Oh right, yes. Oh, you were there that night. I I, I started the pit. Oh. You don't remember. <laughs> I got the pit going. No, I got a bad knee. I can't do that shit. No pole going for a while. But yeah, I saw that show. And you had a whole band. Right. And all this. So I'm wondering about the transition. How long do you play acoustic guitar with uh, Chris there? Oh, that thing? Oh, that was like... I mean, it was on and off throughout college. But I started playing with another guitar player named Greg Miller. And we did a thing. But then I had a band and then... Okay, so this band, that's your first band, right? 
My first band was in college. We were doing mostly covers, but we were doing originals of mine. I had so many different bands in college. Oh, okay, okay, you're trying different things. Did you, you like join other people's? No, I no. It'd always be your bands and you brought cats in. Yes. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. You like the rudder. Yeah. You like your I, hand. You like your hand on the tiller. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> some guys are keel guys. Some guys are bow. Ig definitely is bow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it wasn't until after college that I started playing with female singers. I, w- I had this group called Once Blue. And that was my first, you know, experience getting signed to a record company and all that and putting out an album. Okay. Yeah. How'd that happen? I met this singer named Rebecca Martin, and we started a band with these jazz musicians like uh, Kurt Rosenwinkel, uh, Ben Street, and um, Kenny Wallison, and Jim Black. And Jim Black, the guitar man? No, Jim Black uh, is a drummer. Jim plays with Nels Klein, too. Oh, that one. Yeah, but there's Jimmy Black who plays with Tom Verlaine, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, different different Jim Black. Yeah, no, I saw this Jim Black play with Nels Klein at the Stone. I, I know what you're talking about now. Right, right, yeah. Uh, Start, guard. Yeah, and we... I well, he started, probably can do anything. Yeah, yeah. So so how'd that go? It was... It, well, it went great. That was the first That's time... That's the first time you're going into a studio and... Yeah, and also the first time where I wasn't the lead singer. I was the guitar player, songwriter, kind of, you know, similar to what I'm doing with Petra right now. Okay. Um, So like a a band leader, but not, uh, yeah, featured That's a front person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the front person. Petra's the front front person. (laughs) The front lady. (laughs) The Billie Holiday. No, but you're you're a front person, and we're both front people. Right. Ugh. Well, you know, life's about taking turns. Yes. Sometimes you're here, sometimes you're there. I think to get a good education with this school of life thing, you got to take turns. Yeah. So if I'm going to ask people to take direction, like I've asked Petra to do, then I should learn how to do it 125 months with Stooges. Right. Okay. Uh, but uh, I see you did say, so So how'd that work out? Did you do the tour thing and... We did every yeah. We made a record. We were on tour for a year. We made a second record and get, did that whole thing where the label rejected the record and it was a nightmare. And you yeah. know, then the label folded. And we were on EMI Records and then yeah, tiny little company. Yeah, <laughs> and they folded and then you know then we kept trying. Anyway, then the band broke up. Um, but okay. it was a good experience for sure. Okay, but you you're still what you were still located in New York City. Yes, yeah. Okay, so where's the connect with Pet? With Petra, fast forward, you know, almost 20 years, I, I met Petra in, in L.A. Um, I was, uh, we were both guests on the show of uh, Anthony Wilson's group, the Curators at the Blue Whale in, in downtown L.A. Yeah. And Petra doesn't drive. And so oh, you Anthony, heard. Anthony asked me to pick her up, so I picked her up. And we were talking, and we did two nights, I think, there. Anyway, she gave me her, you know, a couple of her albums. Um, but, but and- Petra, uh, did, didn't you get a license? No. Oh, I thought you were going to get one at one time. <laughs> that doesn't mean you have to drive. <laughs> anyway, so you picked her up. Yeah, and I gave her one of my records, this record called Born Away. and Kind of a foist. Uh, like here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And she loved it. 
and asked me to produce her album. Did and you know so, about Imaginary Land? No, she gave me Petra Goes to the Movies, and she gave me the Hayden Triplets. Oh, so this is way later. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. this is just a couple years ago. Yeah, right, right. Um, and she asked me to produce her record, and so at first when we started off, that was the plan. I was going to produce her record, and she started learning songs of mine, and then we started writing songs. And then by the time we recorded, it ended up just being all my songs, you know, or songs that we had written together. And after we made the album, Petra said, you know, it feels weird to have this just be my record. I feel like this is really our record. And we kind of realized that it would be more interesting, too, to present the record as a collaboration um, instead of just a Petra Hayden album, you know. And so that it, it was really Petra's idea to make this more of a project with the two of us. And you're talking about the stuff I saw. What's that theater called? The Largo. Largo. That's the little room. They call that the little room. Yeah, the little room. Okay, the Largo. That's where I saw. Um, Uh, That that's I think that's material before this material. um, Is there no 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 no? So we yeah. My memory's that bad. It just hadn't been recorded yet. Maybe I don't know, or maybe it had been. I'm not sure when. That show has been a long work in progress. Yeah, um, but um, but anyway, so we we recorded this record like last year, um, early. Oh, last it is year. last year. So you yeah. you might have been just working on those things that I saw. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there was guys on lap steel. I mean, there was a whole band. I mean, it was... maybe that was a different thing yeah, you saw. I, I think you saw a different show. Oh. Maybe See that... how stupid I am. I'm so sorry, Jesse. So sorry, Pat. Oh, it's okay because we did play Lars. I know it was you people. Right. (laughs) It just was different stuff. Yeah, because this was a couple years ago. Right. Okay. okay. Look, look, look. We're at the end of the first hour of uh, May 13th, 2016. Oh, God, it's Friday 13th. Be careful, cats. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But also, I guess, Jesse Harris, Petra Hayden, hold tight for hour two. May 13th, 2016, it's second hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
Creativity and storms, passion, grieving and laughter, love, poetry and strong women, gay men too, loving men, women loving women, all throughout our bloody history, it has been contorted and twisted, held down and we are oppressed by the hand of the church. Are we so terribly frightening just by being human? How much have we lost by this blind, stupid oppression? A few people's idea of structure, we actually questioning the male power. They brainwash the foolish ones so we all go along in ignorance. Just look at our beautiful creativity, our wonderful way of accepting life with all of its horrible events. Is that so terribly threatening? Whose crimes are they trying to hide that we might speak up softly, put the hammer in its place, and stand up to the church? Fire a 
Watt from Pedro Show to start the second hour off with Jesse Harris, Petra Hayden doing Fool's Paradise have been correct. Then we heard uh, Joe Brewer with The Church, Alice Bag, Poison Sea, brand new from her solo record. A very be careful, La Broma. Unknown, uh, they're going to be on the show soon. Uh, some accordion rock. Your unknown component, brand new out of a Dublin there, Bushy. A Moment's Thought, uh, racist ice cream truck out of uh, Toledo. That's uh, Dan McGuire, who's also working on instructor number four with me and George Hurley, along with Jay Masks. Out of Madrid, from a great label called uh, Love Monk, Cajasin Ahoras by Strand the Banksters, and finally, uh, brand new Boris. Uh, uh, Greg brought it to me from, uh, it's it's off a fucking uh, video game thing, Ninja Slayer or something, uh, Arashi no Ken. Uh, back to the story of Jesse Harris and Petra Hayden, where I screw it up. I saw these guys, but they weren't doing what they're doing now. What what, what did I see at Largo? There, it, It's on Fairfax, right? Yeah. The old the old Largo? No, no, it's still no, it's on La Cienega. That's it, La Cienega. The old one was across from Canners, right? Right, exactly. So, which show are you? Which I'm talking about one that was on La Cienega, and it used to be an old vaudeville theater. Right. And you guys had a bunch of cats. It wasn't a duet. I think Pat, you might have fucking done uh, what a a duet with uh, that movie man. Maybe Moon River. Oh, Bill Frizzell? No. Singer guy, a tripper. Director. He sings with a girly voice, pretty, very pretty. Uh, Vince, Vincent uh, Gallo. Vincent Gallo. Oh, I wasn't at that show. No, yeah, that, that was with... That was another one? Yeah, that was with Betty <laughs> Jackson. All my time with Pet blends into one. You know, I've known her since she's like, how old, Pet? Uh, 13 or something like that. <laughs> Maybe it's all one gig. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I remember this place, so when you and Jesse, you had a bunch of cats on stage with you. Yeah, that was with Woody Jackson. Woody! That's Woody. right. Yeah. That's right. And that's another uh, uh, collaborator. Sorry, yeah. Jesse, for. He had what? glasses on, maybe. I don't know. Funny you <laughs> mentioned Woody because Woody. Off, is is responsible for this album because he let us use his recording studio. Is that so? It was done here in SoCal. Okay. Yeah. Woody. Yeah. Okay. Because Woody's done a couple projects with Pet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm getting it straight. See, that's why I wanted you guys as guests on the show because I've been troubled by this. <laughs> you can clear it up. So anyway, so you bring these songs that you guys have been both writing together and stuff. Yeah. And you make the thing at Woody's studio. Yeah. Uh, now, what about uh, you guys? Actually, you know, you're the main people, the principals, but you had side people? Yes, we did. Um, um, we, we, I was actually in L.A. because I was doing a tour of my own for an album that I had put out with this duo from Brooklyn called Star Rover. And <laughs> so those guys played on the record with us, and there was this bass player in L.A. named... named um, uh, Gabe. Gabe Noel, who who plays with the Hayden Triplets. That's right. right that's right. And then we had various guests. And the like, drummy is Ry Cooter's boy, right? Yeah. yeah. And then so we, we had, had guests various like, guests. Yeah, we brought in John Bryan, and we brought oh. in our friend Rob Moose on strings, and yeah. and a pianist named Aaron Parks. 
Okay. Wow. So, how long about to make it? Fast. Too short. We uh, we recorded the whole thing in like five days. I know, and I I still, you know, have some issues. Okay. (laughs) But but that just was a situation. You had to do it. Yeah, I had to do it fast. And it was a quick mix, too, right? Yeah, I, I vote. Well, mixing, we, we had a little more time because we, we were working with someone who had his own record, his own space, his own studio. So we were able to go back and forth with revisions. So the mixing was quite meticulous, but recording was fast. Okay, okay. And uh, yeah, so I know what you mean, Pat. You're, th- you're saying that it's good to start off with something that you not try to fix in the mix, try to fix in the beginning. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. But well, we didn't have to fix anything in the mix. But... Well, I was sick. I I had a cold. I uh, was just getting over the flu. Wow. And um and I said I I should sing this like when I'm better. And and Jess said, No, you sound great. You sound great. <laughs> it's that Dylan thing, that nasal Dylan thing. <laughs> well, we did try one tune when you were better, and the old vocal was better. Yeah, yeah. Wow. She's great, man. Her vocals are great. Don't listen to her. Yeah, that shows to go. You. What, what, what about this? Uh, how could I have known? <laughs> shows to go. You. That's a joke there, just. Uh, I like it. <laughs> uh, what about this? How could I have known? Um, that was one of the tunes that we wrote together. Um, it was one of the last songs we wrote right before we did the recording. Okay, let's listen. Seems like 
jokers on everyone But what the hell is wrong with these people? The jokers on everyone You wouldn't do so well with real people With full remorse, of course, your smile is hollow Your glad hand follows if it serves a mood Reach for a platitude While yourself collude There's nothing that you're gonna do about it Gonna make things clear then cloud it We could cross our signals all night It's not worth it You were gonna get me high But then lost interest You don't always have to say yes You're not careful All these choices just to make a mess If that's all you care to share You might not be so lucky to met me I thought we weren't having fun You think you have to please all these people If that's all you care to share You might have been so lucky to met me With full remorse, of course, they're trying to fake it They don't bend it, they break it It's not clear what you get out of this But you'll make sure you can get out of it With no remorse, of course, you're tried for treason It's the end of your season
Jalopy. 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 I'm done. 
For Pedro show, uh, that was how could I have known? The last song written before it was whole album recorded. Petra Hayden, Jesse Harris. Uh, then we had uh, Peter Laughter, Don Harvey, Candy says, Lou Reed tune. Peter Laughter, a huge influence on Cleveland scene. Maybe you check that out one day. Uh, Platitudes negative example. That's Bucky Pope out of Madison. Tripe soup. Chris Burns out of Montreal, uh, I think is avant-garde thing. Deerhoof has a brand new album. Plastic Thrills is the tune. Baron Whitfield, The Savages, My Baby Don't Come Home. I got to talk with him last month. He's coming here next week, but uh, I have to go be part of the 40th anniversary of the first Ramones album uh, with Clem Burke and Cheetah Crow. Uh, Joey's brother, Mickey Lay, asked me to go do that. So I will be in your uh, hometown there, Jesse, next week. Oh, right on. And I've been doing that, that that album, those 14 tunes, over and over. It's You know, I never analyzed Ramones. It's actually pretty intense. <laughs> and I and I found out Dee Dee wrote a lot of the tunes. Oh, really? So, so yeah, quite honor. I, I had a moment last summer where I was addicted to Rocket to Russia. Yeah, just, the third album. That's the second? Is that the third? Isn't it Leave Home? Oh, yeah. And then Rocket Maybe I'm to, wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Ramones by the Ramones is the right. first one. <laughs> but yeah, Rocket to Russia. I can't, man. But this this trippy thing where you end one phrase with a chord and then you start the next phrase with the same chord. You know, I, I learned, I found right. first experience that with Jay Maskus. I thought it was so strange. The Ramones do it like crazy. Oh wow! Also, they, they like to go around three times instead of right. four. Yeah, just a whole bunch of things. Very interesting uh, and good prac. Also, I'm using my fingers so I get them all stiff to be a fake pick. See? Oh, okay. I'm kind of like Pets Pop. I'm more of a finger man than right. a, cool. a pick man. Nothing against picks, though. Uh, Gigi Bam with a brand new uh, jalopy out of Oaktown up north. And uh, finally, Controversy, Queen of Chinatown. I think they're SoCal. Uh, uh, you decide to, to go on a tour for this yeah. album. Yes, because, well, the record just came out. Yeah. And so we've been touring. We did an East Coast tour, and then we went to Japan and played in Tokyo for a week, and then we went to Shanghai. Yeah. And now we're doing the West Coast. Yeah. And it looks like we're going to do Europe in the fall, and then we're going to do another West Coast uh, tour with the full band. We, oh, you mean right now it's just the duet? 
Right now it's duet in Japan and China was full band and we played New York with the full band. Okay. But then but now we're duo, but then we'll be like full band again on the West Coast because uh, we're going to play San Francisco Jazz Festival and then come all the way down the coast to LA and play there too. Okay. Well, what, yeah. When do you think that'll be? In December, early December. Wow, so you got the rest of the year planned. We do, but nothing this summer for us. Um, but then we'll be back at it again in like November. Yeah, because you know I got an opera to record with Pat when she gets some time. Oh, we are okay. <laughs> We're at the end of the second hour, uh, May thirteenth, two thousand sixteen edition. Watch for Pedro show. Hold tight for hour three. May thirteenth, two thousand sixteen. It's the third hour of the Watt Pedro show.
city hillbilly It don't matter your race, just your class Send you to college and on top you get paid The fight for freedom pays more than minimum wage But if you don't make it through As one of the proud and the few Who don't come back Battered and tattered and shattered Sick or insane Those trauma deniers And tuition check signers Can say all that we did was ask That's the hell of the poverty drag They say it's just like a video game They disassociate For your country Took lives So that others Might live Brother that We forgive Live or die That was it But when you close Your eyes Fire lights up The sky And screams and the cries are some hellish refrain Dark demons still haunt you Uncle Sam, he still wants you To get on that big airplane again Back home to a war without end
Baby's on fire. 
Uh, Watch for Pedro Show, third hour. We started off with Petra Hayden and Jesse Harris doing all the leaves. What, what can you tell me about that tune? Well, that was a really cool one because that was a tune that John Bryan came in and did this incredible multi-track uh, accompaniment of prepared piano and blew us away. And he hadn't even heard the song. Uh, he, he Right when he came in the studio... We we just played it for him, and he said, "Okay, yeah, no no problem." And he just he just was like you know this genius at work. He he, he you know looked at the piano, opened it up, started putting tape on. Was it tape or like paper or he, he had like um it was sort of like silly putty, I think. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or was it tape? Just in the moment, he improvised to what he was hearing. Yeah. So sort of like Bells Klein does that stuff, yeah. Not so much silly putty. He's more ray gun and egg beater. (laughs) Uh, Then we heard uh, Al Scorch with Poverty Draft. I don't remember. He strung some kind of tape through the strings. I don't know, but it was prepared piano. Uh, Draco Battles, Minerva Labor Camp. That's uh, Kurt from Nip Drivers and Paul Rossler. Freaks, Blue Shoes, we had... uh, Ruben on last week. That was a drummer man tar- turned guitar. Like, how many times did that happen? Uh, Dr. Amazon Osaki, uh, Diane Marie Clobo, Rescue, Big Crux, Future Cat, and finally Super Pitcher with Babies on Fire, which is a Brian Eno tune, as we all know. Okay, so you brought in some experimental thing with uh, Autumn Leaves. Yeah, or whatever. All the leaves. <laughs> Autumn yeah. leaves is that that uh, tr- that's that standard, right? <laughs> yeah. There's like five thousand versions of that. Yeah. Great one by Tripod Jimmy. If you ever get a chance. Uh, so you using treated pa- piano. Some people would co- consider that avant-garde, uh, experimental. Uh, but there's other sounds that are much more traditional on your record. Uh, off the air, people, we were talking about the the, the, the burden and the slavery of labels and uh, genre uh, specifications. And why can't music just be music? And uh, Jesse, you had some in- interesting ideas about Americana. Yeah, it's it's a strange label because it 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 um, indicates a certain type of music, but it's very vague, and and it's hard to understand what that really means, America. Have, have you had to deal that with that, with people talking about your music? Well, luckily, I haven't really fallen under that category, so I don't have those expectations placed on me. But easy listening. We, we, yeah, Petra and I like to think of our album as easy listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that almost makes it so you could come from any country. That's right. <laughs> You had a name for it too. You you had a name recently, but I, I forget what it was. It was like um, you it, you said it the other day. It was perfect. I, I of oh, course shoot. forgot. I don't remember. Not easy listening, but like um, porch no, I don't remember. No, that was not taken. Well, you'll think of it again. But the whole idea of labels, right? So when you go in there and you got this tune, you you've written a tune and. You want it realized. Everything's device, right? Every all options are open. Sure, absolutely. I, I, I look at recording as a process of discovery, um, and you know that's what's exciting about making a record because you don't know what's going to happen. You get you get players that you like, right. and then you see what happens. 
in a way, the tune is what, like the launch pad, the springboard. Yeah, I, recording is about letting go and not about controlling the situation. Uh, we're gonna play "Gone" or those uh, "Gone as Those Days." Yeah. Okay. Cool. That was another one that Petra and I co-wrote. So, I was just gonna ask, Pet, are you writing words? Um. Uh, well, I, I, I tried. I. I mean, I, a little bit. I just. I just wrote out some words. Jesse was really trying to encourage me to write, and I kept well, saying, "You've talked to me about this before. That like a, a big goal of yours is someday be a lyric writer." I mean, but I think I've accepted that I, I'm not good at it. I don't... No, you just got to keep bashing at it. <laughs> I just, but, but I don't like doing it. Okay, okay. I, well, there was a little period, I remember you telling me, where you really wanted to try and do it. I, I wish I could. Yeah. I really do. But I'm not just, you know, people are just born with this gift of writing. I, I just can't do it. I, I try. I mean, I... I just sat down with Jesse and I told him the story, but but I but I also wrote. Wait, did I actually write the words? You, you wrote some words and then we kind of, you know, messed with them. Yeah, and then um, Jesse just came out with like you know he made my little whatever I wrote and whatever I was talking about. He just fl- what is the word? Flo- fleshed it out. Fleshed it out. Fleshed it out. Okay, let's flesh this out. Let's start fleshing.
Baby, I'm coming as fast as long let me If it wasn't for the money, I'd never leave you alone Being close by, he just lifts the whole world from me Your arms are my home, sweet home Try not to wonder where I'd be without you I just glide along thanking each and every lucky star Since you came to me, I'm all done searching Cause I know nothing could be sweeter than you are Sweet as the laurel Sweet as sugar cane rum Girl, you're just as sweet as sweet comes Sweeter than bluegrass In the warm Kentucky sun Just as sweet as sweet
For Pedro Show, the last music for this edition. Gone as those days, Petra Hayden and Jesse Harris. Petra doing words that were fleshed out by Jesse Harris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, Robbie Folks after that with Sweet as Sweet Comes, David Nusselhoff, Nordwest, Wild Style Lion, Kingdom Come. Uh, both those from Germany. Uh, slack rope walkers with two on a lewd. Ludes. Yeah, Quaalude. That was when I was a teenager. 
wonder how old those guys are. Young, how young those guys are. And then Softest with Trash Lord. And finally, Gold Crystalline Geometry by the best uh, name I know yet in music. Uh, a band name, Entertainment Law. Is that a band name? Entertainment Law. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you've got a lot of this planned out for the rest of the year, Jesse. Yeah. About touring and stuff. What about Beyond? Beyond, I want to. I want to make a new record. I want another record. Okay. Yeah, we're already doing new tunes live that sounds so good. Um, and these are ones you guys are writing. So far, these are tunes of mine that Petra is okay. interpreting. That Petra gets to flesh out. That's right. Okay. I told I, I told Jesse when I when I asked him to help me write a record or you know produce my record or whatever. Yeah. I said I said look, you're a great song. <laughs> I said. You're a great songwriter. Yeah. I'm a great singer. We have to do this. Oh, wow. <laughs> you actually told him you were a great singer. <laughs> and the rest is history. <laughs> okay. okay. And, and what, uh, what would you like to do different? Uh, uh, spend more time making? Petra would, but yeah. I don't think we need more time. I don't think we need You're more gonna time. You're going to do it here in Cali? Yeah, yeah. We, I want to go back to the same studio... And do it, they'll have us, and do it again. Okay. And what would you do different, you, Jesse? Well, I think that the, the next tunes would have a bit more of a classic feeling, maybe. I, I think this record felt, you know, um, very contemporary. Like some of the tunes we would do maybe would sound like old standards or something. Oh, okay. uh, maybe a little bit of that, right? Yeah. But also, I want to do some more exotic stuff. And I also want to do one tune where Petra does just her acapella thing, actually, where there's no instruments, just Petra's voice doing an interpretation of an original song. Because all of her acapella stuff is of things that people know. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to have an acapella... Original. Original. So that's and something... We're not I'm... talking words. We're just talking like scat, like sounds. No, but a song with lyrics. But oh, the... but the yeah. backing music? Yeah, the whole thing acapella, okay. but a new song. So that's one thing I want to do on the next record. That's very interesting. I think she's up for it. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a great singer. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for, to me imagine you telling someone that. I just, I, I, I just had a little mind blow there, Pet, so forgive me. <laughs> You're a very modest person. For I, I, I just can't imagine. Somebody had to, like, plant them words in your mouth and let them pop out like they were spring-loaded. That's what I'm thinking. So what's your next drive? Next, we're we're in we're driving up to Ashland, Oregon today. We have a night off, so we're just going to go Southern up to Oregon. Yeah, yeah, because you got to go through the Siskiyou Pass, and that can be rough sometimes. Oh. It's the highest point on I five. Oh, I, wow. I've done a little bit of touring, so I know the roads. So yes, you be have. Careful. And also, that part is really uh, uh, windy and stuff. You know, they have a Shakespeare festival in one of those little towns. Maybe the one you stay in. In Ashland, they have Yeah, Shakespeare. right. Can you believe? I've always seen the sign. I've never been there. I but know. Actually, in Pedro, we got a Shakespeare by the sea thing in the summertime. Oh, that's nice. And you wouldn't think in a working man town, but uh, it's always packed. People, you got to bring their blankies. It gets, the wind gets blowing because it's on the point. But uh, you be careful and, and have a good time delivering your music to folks. It's Thank so good so that uh, not yes. just on the record, which is beautiful, but you get to uh, bring it to people. Yeah, absolutely. And you're part of that vaudeville uh, tradition. Uh, uh, yodeling Cowboy Charlie was 
Oh, uh, yeah. Right? <laughs> I feel myself part of that, too, Pat. It's beautiful. Yeah. So, everybody, it's been May 13th, 2016 edition. Wofford Pedro Show, a very special guest, is Jesse Harris, Petra Hayden. Uh, everybody out there, keep your powder dry. <laughs>